That girl was definitely lying too. That was not her favorite album. What girl? That girl saying Tyler Kweli's album is her favorite album. What girl said that? Oh, oh. Uh, and that's... What line is that? That's my favorite that's CD the, uh, that I play in the crib. That's that, uh, the, the best common verse. No, it's not the mm-hmm. best common verse. The niggas have tried to tell me, like, yo, that verse was hot. I said, yours is it's not. Who told you that verse was hot? I forget. <laughs> I know we argued, but I forget. Who lied to you? Um, I don't know why you associate with people that believe shit like that. Yeah, because when he said that remote control line. Like a remote. <laughs> control. Oh, the control. Stuck like inside a remote. Of. Stuck inside of. <laughs> You're a dick with a loose nut. I hear hip hop is dead. I'm here to resurrect. He was in the studio and said, yo, yo, put an echo on that. <laughs> put a reverb on that. His engineer was like, are you serious? He just like, yeah, Kanye's like, look, you comment and I'm trying to drop my debut album, so come on, we're going to just let this joint rock. There's no way Kanye would have heard that shit three albums, three classic albums in and say, yeah, comment, this is the shit. Nah, nah, I don't care how legendary you claim to be. You claim to be. How many classic albums does Common actually have? Go to one. That was B. That's a shame. That's sad. I just know it was a two-letter word. The one that Kanye was a part of? Exactly. Go. The one. (laughs) What album is that? B. 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 On the count of three, B. On the count of three, everybody B. B. (laughs) On the count of three, everybody B. Like, they don't even know the B. <laughs> Yo, the, on the B. count of three, B. everybody pee. B. 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 Remember my joint? B. Remember the one joint? The song that I did perfectly after the, the B joint? The, uh, the court? The, the testify. No, the, t- oh, the, uh, the corner I did too. The. <laughs> That was the corner. What the hell was that? That was the corner. And then you had a John. Believe let me testify. You 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 believe let me Another edition of the Glorious Bastards Podcast. Let's fucking go. Oh, you shooting from the hip already. I am Ehas, and the Bastards is in the building. Bastards, introduce your goddamn selves. <laughs> it's your boy Sprat. What's happening? This nigga is hilarious. Sprat, what's happening? <laughs> the hell are you doing? I'm being me. I'm ready to set this shit off today. Elijah Davis is in the building. Bastards, assemble. Wait, what? John DeMarco. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that is how you ruin an intro. 
What the? Oh my god. <laughs> you already know who it is. From the poplar trees. You know what I'm saying? Different week. I said I ruled it. Same nigga. Alright, stop before we get sued. Alright. <laughs> it's not stopping. All right, all right. Please stop it. Okay. I'm about to snap my fingers and see this is here. See, this is what happens. This is what happens when we get to audio gold. <laughs> We're giving you audio gold. Audio. And we have Ant-Man in the building. Hi. No. No. <laughs> We're gonna redo that now. My movie's coming out in July. Me and the Wasp. We can't shit. And T.I. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't in Infinity War because I'm about to come back in part two. Fuck Thanos up because all the other Avengers is pussy. No, Thanos, no, Thanos with the gauntlet. You don't want no smoke. Listen, listen. I wasn't in it for a reason. I hey. Yeah, Come Shannon. I let, them, I let them try to get hot. They fucked up. I got to come back. That's, that's what... Uh, what do you guys call that in the business? Foreshadowing? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That is what we call it. Yo, what if he get trashed next movie, though? Ant-Man? Who? Ant-Man? Yeah, like, what if, like, he tried to turn the giant man and things are knocking the fuck out? Well, it can very much happen. <laughs> he was one, two, and Hulk, Hulk faced the fuck up. Oh, yeah, that was facts. So if you haven't gone to see uh, Infinity War... Then fuck you. That nigga at this point, you done messed up because that means that you just cheat because it's actually out on the fire stick at this point. Damn. Damn. Which is crazy, which I've seen. It's, it's wild, but I ain't mean to, like, encourage, like, piracy, but... He was saying, Thanos was saying niggas... It's the facts. Like, it's just, like, you can't get ahead of it now because it's like whack-a-mole, you know what I mean? Thanos was niggas with what? that. What? <laughs> it's like whack-a-mole. Like, how, like, when they came out with Napster... You know, you know the game Whack a Mole, right? Yeah. You making me I'm sound like my point is trash. <laughs> like, you like, you know how like in Whack a Mole you hit one and another one pops up. Okay. When you got rid of uh, Napster, uh, what's the other one that came out? Limewire. Yeah, that's how I got Frostwire. Yeah. So, so like if you try to get rid of like they got rid of like all of the piracy things. They oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I follow. You get what I'm saying? I follow. So it's like. Another once it's you try like, to, t- I wasn't mentally prepared to hear <laughs> whack them all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So hopefully y'all understood me. Damn, like I was just, just going over their head. You know, they was like Like, they was- like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody was prepared to hear the word whack them all no. today. That was, was the backpacker in that movie. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, guys. But yeah, so if you haven't gone to go see it, go see it. Um, what else is happening? Okay, let's get straight into it, guys. Oh, uh. Wake so, up, Mr. West! Wake <laughs> up, Mr. West! Yeah, so this episode oh, this episode is primarily to unpack Mr. West. Kanye Omarion West. I called him Omarion, yes, I did. I know oh, that's not I his middle name. I thought this was a David West episode. <laughs> Why would we do a David West episode? Because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's a good point guard. Oh. No! Okay. So anyway, <laughs> no. So I, honest to God, thought that he was like the bizarro version of Dave East. I had no idea who David West was. Yeah, you're terrible. No, the bizarro oh. version of Dave East is Kanye. Kanye is tweeting gold today too. So if you haven't, if you haven't heard at this point, this week, and I'm saying this week or last week, whenever you're hearing this, Kanye West did. Uh, well, most recently. He lost his cotton-picking mind. Kanye oh. disappeared. 
he disappeared for a while, and he came back on Twitter, and he started talking about this new album that he has with Kid Cudi. He has an album that he's producing for Nas. That was, that was a... Um, <laughs> he has an album that he's also doing for himself. I think it has, like, seven songs, he said. Yeah, uh, seven. Yeah, seven songs. Um, yeah, and are, are we getting an album booklet? No. That is true. I don't know if we're getting Justin, an album booklet. Justin, if, th- if, if his album art is just a picture of the email of the mp3 file you're not getting album art yeah yo. i hate to break it to you yo I'm, I'm, I'm still that means i've been done with kanye what for the last seven years since yeah, jesus since jesus yeah all right i'm cool so kanye pretty much said that he he started announcing all these albums and then he started going on to this this tweet storm about love everyone and do this and do that positivity and i love everyone forgive everyone and then he proceeds to go on and I'm like, oh yeah, everybody's with him. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. And then he goes on and says, uh, yeah, like, I love Trump. I love Donald Trump. It's like my brother. Like, we both have dragon energy is what he, what he said. So, I have no clue what dragon energy is. Maybe but in clearly, like a past life, they, they traveled <laughs> the, the globe and got like all the dragon balls. I don't know what it You're is. Like a dragon, bro? <laughs> So apparently he said that him and Donald Trump have dragon energy. I, oh, and, I, get it, I get it. I get it. And I don't. And no, because it's like... No, no. Spread the first nigga in history to say that he understood what Kanye West meant. Donald Trump didn't even know. He's like, dragon energy. What cool. is that? He just said cool. 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 MAGA. MAGA. Cool. Where the hat? China. Like no, I'm assuming because I'm assuming because it's dragon energy, you know, dragons of fire, it's heat, uh, combustible that, energy. That still doesn't no. break it down. I think you're giving him too much credit. I'm not no, I'm, I may be giving him too much credit. I shouldn't give him that much credit, but it's like combustible energy. Like when you say something, it goes, it's probably like wildfire everywhere. I guess. Like, like dragon fire. <laughs> I'm still lost. But uh, yeah, so. I get you, Kanye. You're still a bitch, though. Damn. <laughs> Damn. No, yeah, just because just, just the album shit. Nothing but your views, none of that. But, uh, but, yeah, so Kanye pretty much went on this whole rant or whatever about Munchie Love Trump. And if you remember, if you recall, in the beginning of Trump's presidency, um, Kanye actually went to meet with the, uh, Trump the 4-5 while he was in his Trump Towers, in the yeah, Trump yeah. Towers. Yeah, yeah. And they sat there, and, and he sat there at, while Donald Trump was, you know, pretty much saying that Kanye was a great guy. Kanye looked like he was, like, in another state. He looked like he was in the sunken place at that moment, though. When he was standing next to Donald Trump, he didn't say anything. He just sat there with his arms folded, and Donald Trump did all of the talking, and then he kind of, like, dapped him up. Some weird dap. You know, Donald Trump can't really shake hands. He doesn't really know how to do any of that. Because his hands are too small. But he's just... I, also, <laughs> I think when you get a certain in a certain tax bracket... You don't really know how to do simple things like shake hands and drink water because Donald Trump is completely like. Oh yeah, he drinks water yeah, with two hands. Yeah, it's, it's, he drinks it like it's vodka. Wait, like wait, a vodka. what? You never noticed that? No. He drinks water. We'll, we'll, drink. we'll show you off air. We'll show you the. the uh, he drinks water. It's a compilation of, how, of him yeah, drinking, from water. drinking water. Like, like it's a chalice. Yeah, like it's, it's a sippy it's cup. Terrible. Oh, he's terrible. Maybe because he has small ass hands. Yeah, but who knows? But anyway. <clears throat> So pretty much to, to pretty much preface everything that we're about to discuss. Tell me when it's my turn. Kanye goes crazy, <laughs> and Kanye 
I'm just giving everybody the preface, which everybody pretty much knows anyway. Or it's Kanye, Kanye <laughs> saying everybody else is crazy. Ah. Oh, no. But Kanye, Kanye goes crazy, and then Kanye pretty much just leads us up to now, where he had a discussion with Charlemagne, um, a two-hour discussion, and everybody's just pretty much turning their back and they're saying Kanye's going to fuck crazy. So that wasn't. Let's unpack really... this, fellas. Okay. He tweeted up strong too. I got notes. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you high? Yeah. I mean, everybody's kind of saying like, I mean, I'm, I'm getting a lot of like. I'm looking at. I've been looking at like the backlash on Twitter, the, the and interview, social media. The interview was. I thought the interview was very. Uh, the interview was straight. It's was an interview straight. with it was like Insightful. It was intriguing. If anything, it helped. It helped. It seemed a little less. Yeah, more, it was intriguing. Crazy. It was the shit that he did afterwards, that that unraveled all the all the things he did in the interview. Right. In my personal so, opinion. So let's let's discuss the interview. For a second, let's touch on that. Like, first of all, I'm gonna need him to get some more colors in his house. Yeah, Kanye does have a, a rich nigga house. <laughs> Yo, it's like all it's like all, all white. It's like a million yeah. dollar trap house. <laughs> <laughs> it does. He like he, it's a million dollar trap nigga right there. But I think I think with the interview, like just going over, just breaking down the interview. Um, I had took some notes want? on the interview. Where and you I want to start. Huh? So we want to start because like we can. What really, with the interview? Yeah, we can really unpack this shit. Well, I mean, I mean, I was just just going about just different things that I noticed about the interview, which I, I think is, you know. Like, I want to start with uh, when he was talking about. They were. Uh, I think Sean may asked him about his. Um, how did he get through his uh, mental breakdown or breakthrough? Mm-hmm. As he put it, and he said he got through it by talking to people that was close to him, his friends and family, and that's how he got through it. I thought that was very interesting for the fact that he said he did it like that as opposed to you know talking to like a professional therapist. Well, I think you know that's always good to talk to, you know, the ones that are closest to you, but. If the ones that are closest to you are like yes men and how I put this, um, yes men and a family that doesn't seem to mentally, uh, mentally like forethinking, like they kind of seem like cushions more so that. More so than uh, they will call you on your shit. Are you really yeah. getting the right? Are you really getting the right help that you need? Right. Yeah. Because it's one thing to it's one thing to have a breakdown, and then everybody kind of like cushion you and like build you back up and like baby you to when you feel some type of normalcy but it's another thing to where you got a non-partial you know third party where you really like unpack your issues and then like now you can move on and move forward yeah so i thought that was like a very interesting statement that he made in the start of the interview yeah i agree i think the whole interview was just him pretty much like saying a lot of profound things i think that were I think important to him, like his his mental his mental status, his mental status was 
were never really in consideration. I think a lot of people are kind of, even now, I think people are doing something I don't agree with, which is like dismissing him mm-hmm. because he doesn't he doesn't match their political views. I think if he spoke this, if he spoke as sporadic as he did, as he used to, but back when he used to say George Bush doesn't care about black people, I think that's when it was okay that he was crazy. I think it's unquote, like you know he has thoughts that are forward thinking but he doesn't finish and elaborate on the thoughts like it's like when you're it's like when you're there but he doesn't like quite finish it cause it's, you can't fire off these like blanket statements and then not elaborate on them yeah he doesn't really and then in this era too when you say one thing like yeah when you say one thing, man, you got to be careful with that first thing that you Especially, lead off with. Especially, like, even when you do, uh, what is it, like an hour and 45 interview, because people are going to take, you have to elaborate on everything you say, because people are going to chop sound bites, one, to get clicks, retweets. Uh, right. People hear what they want to hear. Looks on their posts, and they're going to they're gonna chop up audio to fit their narrative. People anyway, hear what they want to hear. So you really kind of got to elaborate on every thing, point that you say nowadays, especially when it's someone like Kanye who has such a a loud voice that resonates with so many people. You can't, you have to make sure that all like of your ducks are in a row. Like if if you're gonna say something that is unpopular, but forward thinking, you have to like have a train of thought where you're like. All right, I I say this, but this is why I say this, and you don't have to agree with me, but this is this is uh the reasons like one, two, and three why I say this. So where someone can say like, all right, I don't agree with him, but I can't, I get where he's coming from, right. as opposed to saying like, I want Harriet, I don't, I want Michael Jordan on a twenty nine bill. Okay, nigga, why? Right. Uh, he kind of explained why. He explained though. that, but like, like when you say that, because he said because he, he was talking about Harry Tubman on the twenty dollars. Yeah. He was like, well, Harry Tubman shouldn't. He said, well, why? He said, how come? You always talking about slavery. It has to be slaves every time. It's just like slaves. You have to how nigga. You gonna keep reminding us like slavery? And I get the points that he was making. He the points he was trying to make. I get it. You know what I mean. But it was it was a lot to unpack in that in that interview and like I, like even I, with just him talking about his mental status like about Kim Kardashian yeah I, getting I, robbed I figured that that you was I mean? one of the reasons like yeah. him touring and Jay and Beyonce not coming to the wedding yeah he said something about that being like something that affected him. Um, just but, everything like this. I mean, how do you how do y'all feel about like how would y'all feel if one day like us didn't come to your wedding <laughs> or got invited at all? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that actually happened. Yeah. But that happened. I, I feel what? Okay. Shit, all right. That's facts. Though. I mean, I mean that's real shit. Though that that is but like, it's like yeah. It's like I understand. I get that he's hurt, but if you know how, if that's your brother and your sister, the way he puts Jay and Beyonce, you kind of know that they don't really do the whole 
the whole like reality TV shit show that the Kardashians are. True, but that's supposed to be like your brother and yeah, your sister. So, so I, I out get, here, the right I to pull away. I get both sides. I get both sides, but I feel like there's another side to this story. And I don't know what their how their relationship was going at the time. Yeah, but I would still feel away. Yeah. Like you can't you can't tell a person how they should feel whatsoever. Yeah, I can't tell Kanye yeah. how to react to 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 his, someone he considers a brother and a sister not showing up to his his wedding. Yeah. Um, yeah. As, when it comes to the wedding thing, I feel as though first and foremost, if you get an invitation to the wedding, which I'm sure that Kanye was alluding to that he gave them an invitation to, it no matter what you're going through at that time, and my mom's always raised me. <clears throat> To believe that you have two ways of looking at it. Either you want the formal apology that, oh, I, how can I, we have gotten to this point? I'm so sorry. Or you can just understand that people might have their way of making amends or trying to keep you around in their own way. If Kanye invited you guys, Jay and Beyonce, to the wedding, you don't have to go. You're not obligated to go. But what you, what you could do as a courtesy at the least, and I don't know what was done, but explain to him, like, well, listen, I don't feel comfortable coming here because of this, or I don't, I won't be able to make it because of that. I think a lot of the time, the lack of communication is where a lot of the issues arise from. It's because you don't have, um, I won't even say the courage. Who knows what goes on? But you didn't reach back out. I know that if I have you book any any one of my friends, if I invite you to a wedding and you don't say nothing back to me, especially if you've been through a lot or been close together. And I hear nothing back. And I know you're alive and well. And I'll just get to the wedding. And there's two empty seats. And you're not there. I'm not going to say, damn, you didn't come. I'm going to say, well, damn, you couldn't let me know. But you couldn't come. You couldn't just holler at me and say, like, yo, man, I ain't going to be able to make it. It's an open bar and all. Yeah, it might be open bar. All right, we listen. <laughs> but I think a lot of it is, a lot of a lot of things that go wrong in friendships, relationships, whatever. Has to, is, is miscommunication or a lack of attempt of communication. And a lot of pride and ego, which Kanye has much of in the reserves. I'm but, sure Jay-Z has it as well. And I'm sure Jay-Z has it as well. All the, thing, the difference is Jay-Z's not going on a tangent, so we don't label him egotistical like we would Kanye. But if Kanye sent them an invitation and they never responded to it or just were in their bag, then, yeah, that is kind of fucked up. Very. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as far as the... the the, not to talk too much on the interview, but as far as because the interview, you know, Kanye says his things, and that's just what Kanye does. He gets a thought in his head, and he shares it with the world. And Kanye's been saying a lot of polarizing things for a long time. The thing that I wanted to talk about was the reactions to some of the things that he was saying, because um, I, I feel as though the tweets that came out about him supporting Trump, I don't agree with. I do agree that you don't have to be Democrat to be black. I don't agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think that the level of outrage and panic over that particular thing, that's what got people started on this fuck Kanye train, is that he just straight up said, like, well, listen, I'm not... First of all, I don't understand a shock. Because he literally went to go meet up with Trump and say that he liked the guy and all of that before Trump even won the election. So that's that. So I don't understand a shock. What I do look at is the hypocrisy of mental health and when it's serious and when it's not. When Kanye was saying all the things you love to hear, 
it was always, yo, man, Kanye's been going through it. I hope he's in a better place. Uh, really, we need to protect Kanye, protect Kanye, protect Kanye, get better Kanye. But the second the man just says straight up, well, you know, I like Trump. It's, yo, fuck you, ain't one of us. Go to hell. Fuck Kanye. Like, <laughs> can y'all make up your mind? And if, he, and if you did support the fact that he might have had mental health issues last year, because he at least attribute some of this craziness to that, it, it, his mental... Is he really on with the mental health issue? What he said was that fucking counterintuitive to what you want to stand by. That you retracted all of the mental health arguments you had to defend him and put him on a chopping block. I think it, it has to do with uh, a lot of people like grew up listening to Kanye. They had this emotional tie to Kanye. So when they hear Kanye go from... All falls down and... All falls down and crack music and yeah. like... George Bush doesn't care about black people and he hear her, this position that he has now it's like jarring to them and it, it kind of feels like your big your big brother like he abandoned you, you. Yeah, yeah he abandoned yeah. he stabbed you in the you back. gotta remember we all at one point said we feel just how Kanye feels so yeah. like we grew up with Kanye when we were we were in college when college dropout came out yeah Kanye so, was like that that guy who who was from the was like from a, a inner city but he wasn't a hood nigga so like he was that niche that yeah but even hood nigga like so many people resonated with Kanye but especially the people that weren't hood yeah, like they from was, like street I'd say that resonated with Kanye yeah, so was, much they lived in the hood when they wasn't hood niggas and and it was just that we believed everything Kanye said everything that we always wanted to say and he was that voice for us and then finally, we realized that I we've as we've grown, we've grown apart. Kanye's life no longer is reflective of our own. So we have to remember that Kanye's mind frame is going to change as he gets as he continues on his path. We're continuing on our path, and he is no longer a dude that's trying to make it but anymore. I, I feel <laughs> he's like, like he's, he was subtly telling us in the interview, like how he changed, like. He said that, you know, when his mom died, and uh, yeah. when his mom died, he was. He says, "My mom died. I moved to L.A. I'm around fake people. I don't. I don't know who to trust. I don't trust anybody." Well, and, Kanye's been trying to tell us that for a long time, and I think that we're gonna wait until Kanye West is dead to go back and play these interviews and then all of a sudden we're gonna go oh you see the subtle signs I get it now mental health he said and it's so fake when people do that he said if you hang around people who act like you aren't who you are you forget who you are right and I feel like that one that was a fire bar tweet it out two that was like that's like his reality he lives in LA he lives in Calabasas in a gated community, he's around all these fake LA people. I don't really know the Kardashians personally, but from their public perception they, and from what my nigga Vince Staples says, who never lies, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, seem, they seem pretty like artificial. Artificial. Yeah. And Kanye coming from the background he comes from, he, he's been around these people for so long, he's kind of like lost Good himself. Man. Like, like, I want to get into what Elijah said about the backlash, but I definitely want to unpack Kanye because it's so much. But I really, really, really believe 
that Kanye, it's just, it's just all boils down to him missing his mom, man. He He's misses his mom so much. You know what I'm saying? He never took the time to grieve. Never took time off. He went to France the night after. He was across overseas when his mother passed, and he had a show in France and that he next had night. That breakdown and he Amber made Rose the show, and, and ran on the stage, hugged him while he was performing, and he tried to do "Hey Mama" and couldn't do it. People, I go back and I look at that video, and I remember that this Kanye never took a break. He went straight because he tried to run from it. He tried to run from it up until now, and. He never mourned his mother. And I believe that Kanye, somewhere deep down, is still the same Kanye. But he is he is dealing with these growing pains. He's never unpacked. That's why he used that picture, I think, of the guy, of the surgeon, and said, oh, this is going to be the cover of my my album. And, and I'm like, cover. oh, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember Ann sent that to the group chat, and I <laughs> why was is this? I was like, why is this? <laughs> Yo, that cover would have been fire, in my opinion. But, but you know, Kanye said, even on this interview, I feel like this interview with Charlemagne was very indicative of how important it is to realize that Kanye is saying a lot of things that make sense. We get to this point now in 2018 where somebody says one thing that you really don't agree with. <laughs> So what we do is we block out everything else that you say dismissive. and everything else you say is bullshit and you become dismissive. Yet these same people reposted that clip of Dave Chappelle when he spoke very, very strongly about Martin Lawrence and how Martin Lawrence was in the streets. And he said, what is it in Hollywood that's making somebody as strong as Martin Lawrence okay. stand in the middle of the street and say they're trying to kill me? He said, what is it? What's going on in Hollywood? And people keep saying, oh, they're crazy. What is it that makes somebody go, somebody like Dave Chappelle get all of that money and just go to Africa? Bad vibes and hookah smoke. <laughs> but, but like, what, what is it and, and that makes them do that? It's the fact that, you know, he goes, you know, the first thing we do is call these people crazy. And mm -hmm. that's dismissive. That's bullshit. And that's what he said. These people aren't crazy. They're strong people. Maybe the environment that they're in is a little sick. And people love that. But I guess Kanye, because he votes for Donald or he rocks with Donald Trump, that doesn't count for him. And that's my issue. It's the lack of inconsistency on the backlash. And then us not being able to look and think and critically think. We're so wrapped up in the fact that we cannot believe that Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton in 2016. Yo, it's been two years, my nigga. Get over <laughs> right? it. Like, we, can't, we can't believe it so much that anything that anybody says that's not fuck Donald Trump, we just go crazy over. Like, you, you have to deal with it. It's enough for the fuck Donald Trump we're here. Like and look, I get it. Donald Trump is whatever, That's, but it's still fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, he was my right. man. I didn't want to win, but it, it happened. Deal with it. But let's really unpack shit. Like everybody's so educated, everybody's unpacking shit. If we unpack what Kanye was saying, Kanye, one thing he did said that I didn't agree with when he said racism is not a deal breaker for me. That's a, that's some rich yeah. nigga shit yeah. to say. Yeah, that's some rich that, nigga that's a shit to say. statement. That's some power and influential rich nigga shit to say. Racism isn't a deal breaker for me. Because racism is absolutely a deal breaker. Racism is a deal breaker like for me. Like the prejudice is a deal breaker for me. Like right. Hand with, with Van Lathan said on the TMZ clip, it was like you're you don't exist in our reality. We're out here every day having to deal with this. Exactly. You are not. Right. And Kanye has already said that he's dealt with racism. 
He said at it. At his he, level. He said, yeah. I deal with it in my gated community. And he does. I agree. Right. But then we go hand in hand what you said later. Right. Right. So my thing is, that's where he's like, It's all like of, you can't say that and then say. He contradicted himself. And then you come around and say, uh, uh, race, uh, slavery was a choice. Right. And not finish that thought. Like, you have to finish. You can't say something like that and not completely finish that thought. That is a triggering. He finished it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he finished it right now on Twitter. That's a triggering statement. And one thing I will give Kanye this, though. Kanye talks a lot about his relationships with other people and how they betrayed him. And I haven't yet to see anybody really push back on that. To see, like, yo, he really was betrayed in his life. And, And I look at that even... Feeling him, feeling like where he come, where he's coming from with that, and it's mm-hmm. like when you put so much into people, and you're, cause people can say whatever the hell they want to say about Jay Z and all of that, but Jay Z's indebted to Kanye West. Kanye West is responsible for a lot of Jay Z hits, and he's responsible for the revival of Jay Z's music career, which I believe once at one point Kanye was here, and and Jay Z was a couple notches below, in terms of where he was where he was musically. Jay Z was making always making big moves, but Kanye's music was so major, it was just Jay Z couldn't reach his level at some point. And we major, we major. <laughs> but Kanye talks about Jay not coming to the wedding. How that hurt him? He talks about Kim Kardashian getting robbed. And I mean, regardless of what you say, all jokes aside, that's, that's his, his wife. wife. That's the mother. And she child. got and she got robbed. It's not fucking funny. It's not cool. Because if that's anybody else, you can think what you want about the Kim, Kar- Kim Kardashian. I don't want her to get hurt. You know, if somebody's trying to harm her, Kanye really cares about that. Yeah. So, like, it, it's and not the, funny. The fact that he was, like, you know I mean? saying that he got wind that people was trying to lace her up beforehand. So he was with her. And then the moment he left her, he was in another It happened. Country. And he was it so happened. upset. So, and and here's, here's one, too. And, I, and if it's true, because I also, I remember I took note when he said something about Barack Obama. He talked about President Obama and he said that before President Obama ran for office, he sat down with Kanye and Don DeWest and he told her, he told them that he planned on running for president. When he planned on running for president, he said, I wanted to run this by you because you're my, you're my favorite rapper. And all of this stuff, Kanye endorsed them and then during the inauguration, he played Touch the Sky and all of this other stuff. And then he said, years go by, we don't have no communication. And the first thing, the first thing about me that comes out of your mouth is I'm a jackass. <laughs> and he said, the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, oh, he's a jackass. Instead of saying, oh, I need to talk to Kanye about that. He said, any other, in any other time, President Obama, and he didn't know he was being recorded. While, while, while that's true. Any other time we catch President Obama, he's always on point, always saying the right things. When it came to Kanye West, he flat out just said, he's a jackass. So Kanye said, well, that's the first thing that comes out of his mouth then. And then he alienates himself from me and he says that Kendrick Lamar and Jay-Z are his favorite rappers. And he brings them to the White House. But he sat down with me before he was there. Didn't invite me there. You know, so if if Kanye is, is telling the truth on that. That's trash. Yeah, you. From that's his, trash. From that perspective, you get where he's coming from. That's trash that Barack Obama would do that to him, if he and, and President Obama, 
is all and then he said it. He flat out prefaced it with, Oh, I love I love President Obama. I love Barack. Like we'll we'll go hang out and everything'll be cool. I love I love Barack. He kept saying that. But why doesn't he have the right to feel betrayed? Like, I don't understand this where we we demonize people, like he said, for having a difference of opinion. And people say, and this is this is the new thing that everybody regurgitates. Freedom of opinion and freedom of thought is okay only when it's not at the expense of the oppressed. And for me, I feel like that's murky waters because what is the expense of the the oppressed? I get a lot of shit Kanye was saying was okay. But there were those certain points where you're just like, oh, I can't it's touch like, that. It, you know it, what I'm saying? It's like the things that he was saying that was like super like crazy. It was, it was almost louder than the the sane like forward thinking things that he was saying. So it was like yeah, it was almost like a. Uh, it was almost like a one step forward, two steps back type thing. And on top of that, like the last things I picked up from this interview was something that he really said that was dope to me was um, he talked about rap and talked about how it's like boxing. And he was like, you know, more niggas leave retarded than rich. You're right. And I said, That's oh, true. shit. <laughs> The, the I said, damn, is short as shit. Kanye, people are not understanding it with Kanye dropping, but once he die, everybody's going to be like, oh, 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 and they're going to have these Kanye quotes and all of this other shit, and then I'm not really, that's that's going to be the validity for me. That's going to be the validation that humanity is gone. Humanity's people been are trash. fake, and, and it's the liberals' fault. But <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. All right, Ha Shapiro. Uh, yo, Real rap, like every, I'm I'm ready to have factual conversation, not emotion based. Like, that's that, the problem. That's not that's not uh, that's not what you're gonna get nowadays. And you're not, but I'm just saying we can't win a fight. You step in the ring. One thing I was taught is you step in the ring and you start going crazy and you angry and you swinging at me. I'm gonna knock you out. Unless you're Deontay Wilder. But yeah. he ain't met his match yet. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> but. But nah, like you can't just come in swinging. You gotta take your time, take a second to gain a minute, and you go in, and you and you and you throw your punches the right way. And that's what people need to do now, because Kanye is dropping some shit. And I think, like I said, it all roots back to his mom. And I, like I said, this interview was something that made me view him in another light and understand him until he flipped and said that two hours later. <laughs> two hours later. <laughs> He says that slavery was slavery a was a choice. Now I <laughs> now that statement in a box is one of the uh, worst things I've ever heard in my life. But I feel like what he was trying because like the it was a grain of salt where it had some like intelligence. Like when you say it was a choice, like you have to expand upon that. Like if you're trying to say that. Okay, we were enslaved. And then by being enslaved, we got mentally enslaved. So we became like conditioned, conditioned by that. But you said, mental yeah, mental slavery. But you said, he just kept going on he, that. He was he like, said, 400 years. And y'all all y'all? All y'all do shit? Like, yo, no. Like, yo, no. I'm like, fan, what are you like, doing? Yo, there was not one generation of slaves that lived 400 years. He definitely had time to expound upon that. Exactly. But then he went right into a whole, 
I got, I got lipo suckers. So I wouldn't be fat from my like, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? I was on opioids, bro. Like, what, what, what? Where's the correlation? It's like it was none. That, it you was had, none. You had like a little nugget. It was like, all right. Mental slavery, being conditioned. It's like, all right, I get that. Yeah, it became the norm, but, but it doesn't mean it was a choice. The context of the question was they talking about mental slavery or physical slavery. Exactly, but you just didn't expand upon it. Like, you can't say it was a choice. Because even if it is mental it, slavery, is it some things you shouldn't see out your fucking mind? I don't yeah, care how deep you like, think it might that's be. That's just like saying, like, yo, Jews, you were a slave for a thousand years. It right. must have been a choice. Right, like, yo, the all of y'all? Like, the Holocaust happened. Y'all wanted to be there. Like, let me expand on it. Nigga, you, first of all, you're saying things that you just know are going to trigger motherfuckers. Even if you're trying to say it's mental or physical slavery, the point of slavery is you don't have a choice. It is very simple. It is extremely simple. You do not have a fucking option. If you did, you would not be a slave. So I get if people want to make it this big, deep, like, well, you know, when it comes to the mental... No. no. It's very simple. It's very simple. You if you are a slave, choice. you have no say-so in the matter. If you did, you would not be the slave. Like when people try to say with Thomas Jefferson and when he had all them black babies and they say, well, how do you know he's a rapist? And I always call Thomas Jefferson a rapist. I, I said um, to my girlfriend, I said, yeah, I don't address... Thomas Jefferson or, or George Washington as ex-president. I call them ex-rapists and ex-slave hopers. Because anytime y'all bring Jay-Z wherever on these conservative Extra shows to talk about ex-drug dealer. Ex -drug dealer. So, so if that's the case, then I will always call Thomas Jefferson ex-rapist and ex-slave owner. But they try to say that, well, you know, Thomas Jefferson, he, he, you don't know if he raped that woman. I'm like, she was a black slave. That nigga was Robert Baratheon. How are you going to say he's not raping her? But what if, they, what if it was consent? Slaves can't consent. It's that simple. They're not free. If you nah. if if you can consent to anything, you would not be living on a plantation. Yo, he was Robert Baratheon. So I get where Kanye might have thought he was going, but at some point you got to say, "All right, that came out wrong. That, that, that came yeah, out. Right, right, like, I should have said that shit." No, he doubled down. Yeah, because you shouldn't. Have, I think what he was trying to say, and it's not defending it, but what he was trying to say was that it became the norm. But just because it became the norm does not mean it was a choice. Right, just because it's a norm you know, doesn't mean it's a choice. We don't opt to live in project buildings right mm -hmm. now. But it became the norm because of generation after generation after generation, that's what happened to us. So, yeah, it, it was more so... But what Kanye does, and he actually said it on the Charlamagne interview, was he just says shit. Yeah, he said and he, he just he, says it because that's how he feels. And he feels a certain way and he just says it, which is good to an extent. Because he said, like around 27 minutes into the interview, he said, dog, stop strategizing. And I jotted that down for myself. He said, stop strategizing so much. Stop, stop just wait, just setting up plays all day. You wasting time. Like, the clock is ticking. Like, get to it. And... But with this particular subject, you got to be careful. You can't just he say slavery was a choice, bro. something like, that he said. He said, I don't have a soundbite for everything. Sometimes communication messes up your message. When you want to express yourself, sometimes words get in the way. Nigga, words got in the way. Yeah. Words got in the way. And then the whole Hollywood slash... Twitter, and I'm not even talking about just 
the people we know, mm -hmm. but just talking like the whole Hollywood and Twitter, uh, Hollywood and Instagram, and I seen Snoop Dogg call him a bitch ass nigga. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, first of all, first of all, <laughs> Snoop Dogg, you just dropped not, a gospel album because exactly you right. can't just go drop a gospel album, the number one gospel album in the country, then flip around and call Kanye, Kanye West, West a bitch ass, ass nigga. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's wild. Dad's calling Crips to attack Kanye. That was a yeah. dad said Crips, Crips is free range on is free range on Kanye. And you know the funny thing about that, you know, Ray, Ray, Ray J. Kanye. They said, "Yo, you crazy? What we what doing, we doing cousin?" cousin? Like, what? He spelled it with K, so he's trying to incite blood and this shit too. You it's, know, if Ray J's right. You know, Vince Staples is right. Oh yeah, on God. <laughs> but I do have, I do wonder, while every all of these celebrities are blacking out. What are we all doing? And I'm not saying anybody isn't, but I just want to. I want receipts. We got receipts, and I want receipts from Kanye too. But what are we all doing to better the community? I know all y'all niggas a, got millions and millions and millions of dollars. I know Kanye has his um, 300 acres. He just bought. No, not for that. A community. He has a thing. A Was that a thing for in Chicago? Uh, I forget what it's called. But it's like a program. And he said he said that he wants to talk to Trump. And he said, and Charlemagne asked him, well, why would you want to talk to Trump? Which I don't understand that people don't get that. He's, you need to fight this system from the inside out, yeah, not the outside talking to in. Trump is just going to turn into a photo op for Trump. It, it'll just turn into, see, he's black. Right. And it does embolden. That's my issue because it does embolden. The people that are racist that are around and it doesn't bolden and solidify their point. Trump, all them motherfuckers with them, them flag of them American flag emojis, like, oh man, Kanye, yeah, I just, I just bought, I just bought all your music and see if yeah, he's, and it, it, if and, he's and into goes, it. Yeah, and that goes what Charlemagne said. Why go where you're tolerated versus celebrated? Because we celebrated Kanye. Kanye is a part of our culture. Like we loved his music. Where these folks, they don't even know. And they just look at him as some kind of like shucking and jiving and they don't care. A pickaninny. Right. But at the Whoa. same time, time I'm about, what word was that, y'all? Pickaninny. <laughs> but at this but at this but at the same time, we gotta look at it like, yo, Kanye, if Kanye is doing what he said he's doing, he said, I wanna talk to Trump about Chicago first. It's it's gonna fall on deaf ears. It's it's gonna fall on deaf ears, but Let's be real. Like, who who is actually listening? Is, is any nigga is anybody out here listening? If I talk about Philadelphia and the gun violence of Philadelphia, none of these motherfuckers is none of these motherfuckers is activating for that guy who got shot on Trinity Ave with his one year old son in the car and they got shot up nine times or seven times and he the, the baby got shot three times. Nobody's activating and saying we're gonna find out who did this. We're gonna make it really hard on y'all for killing these kids and these people in our streets. But nobody's activating, but we'll break our motherfucking necks for some white kids that get shot in the, with an AR-15 in fucking Parkland. And you never even want your black ass down there. But we will break our necks. We will walk out of our schools. We will fucking call out of work. We will do everything possible to stand for these kids getting shot in Parkland. And I'm not saying that's not a tragedy. But what I'm saying is, I got friends that get killed on these streets. And I care about them getting shot with illegal handguns more than once in a blue moon. Somebody walking into a school with an AR-15. 
And I'm not saying, like I said, it's not a tragedy, but I got some shit I got to take care of at home first. We all got to take care of home before we leave the house. Yeah. So why the fuck are we just skipping everything in the crib and going straight to Parkland talking about, oh, we need to worry about. But everybody gets mad at Kanye for talking about, I want to talk about Chicago first. I want to talk about Philadelphia first. I don't want to talk about some white kids who just doing a dad but won't let my little black son or daughter come to their school. I don't want to talk about them anymore. I want to talk about black, black shit. I want to talk about what's going on with us. But that's our issue. But that's a whole nother political issue that I'm with, with Kanye. I'm kind of with him because I, I, I am proudly not a liberal. I'm just not. So it's just hard for me to really empathize and sympathize with black people standing with white people that are using us as pawns. But yet we wear Malcolm X shirts and we don't understand what Malcolm X been trying to warn us about saying that these white people are using us as pawns to fight their war because we're just in a war with two groups of white people trying to fight each other and use us as the political pawn. And then they take our neighborhoods while we turned around. The right. entire West Philly is gentrified. The entire West Philly. These motherfuckers used to be it from 34th Street to fucking 40th Street. Now these motherfuckers up 53rd, 54th, and then I live up 63rd. They up there now and they moving their way to the middle. Yeah. But we but we cool with it though. Yeah. I'm seeing more white people off, walking off around with dogs off, and shit. Off topic, you ever like walk through your hood? The remember the first time you walked through your hood and you just seen a you just seen like the a white boy and, and like a, a a fucking tank top and some shorts and some glasses just walking the dogs in your neighborhood. <sighs> and like the first thought you like is this nigga undercover? Like, shit. Right. Like, now you just like, oh, it's a part of the neighborhood. And I'm not saying that black people, white people can't be in the neighborhood, but damn, dog, we not even peeping what's going on for real, for real, because we so focused on what Kanye and Trump doing. We not even paying attention. We not even paying attention that we losing our entire neighborhood. We losing our, our street, our, our, our fucking houses to condos that we can't afford. We losing our fucking corner stores, our parking spots to coffee shops, our, our parking, parking spots to we lost a whole lane of parking to a biker lane. Yo, <laughs> that shit is infuriating. My guy, what the fuck is going on? On, the, on one of the busiest streets in West Philly, bruh. They took an entire lane of Chestnut Street turned to and turned it into a biker parking lane or a biker a biking station, whatever. So these motherfuckers can continue to live up here because they don't have cars and they need a bike for their condo. You know, they need a little bike so they can bike into the city to get their job that they took from a black person. But we're not paying attention to that. We so busy worrying about what Trump and Kanye doing. And we don't even know that our city is fucking us up. We don't even pay attention to the Yo, local government. $30 million just disappeared. <laughs> In Philadelphia. Where did it go? <laughs> Yo, and niggas will not address that. Yo, 30 M's. Bruh, and this is all, this, listen, and, this, and, and for y'all to listen, we're not going off the rails. This is free thinking. This is what I talk about, about like, this podcast. I'm cool. like, I'm, I'm, like, you know what all right. them 30 M's. I was you like, know, right. you know, if somebody walked up, I'm like, where them 30 million go? Like, we, we know. We, is out, right? <laughs> you, you already know where it went. Like, we know <laughs> where them two black dudes that got booked from Starbucks went. They went down to our local precinct. Where them 30 M's go? Facts. The 30 M's went to somebody's timeshare. <laughs> we just gave you the two most important M's you've been screaming for. Meek Mill is back. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what uh, we We gave you Meek, right? That's what you wanted. You were shouting about Meek Mill. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you that back, but we gave it to you. 
them 30 M's. <laughs> them 30 M's with the somebody's pocket and it's, and it's a wrap. So yeah, so last year awfully quiet. Cause he probably he probably got a chunk of that thirty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he probably sitting there like let's get paid. This nigga trying to buy a whole alien uh, pod. So y'all stupid. <laughs> y'all stupid. That's 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 exactly what I'm doing. Type response. He said that's that thirty million dollar response. But yeah, until somebody wants to chime in, I'll uh say pretty much that I was looking at a couple reactions to this whole Kanye situation and it was just really a I don't know it's like it's like you're afraid to touch it if you don't agree you know what I'm saying like a lot of it I do agree with because the, the language is dangerous the language is dangerous when you talk about it's, slavery it's a, and, uh, it's mm-hmm. one of those subjects I'd rather not tweet about because and that's sad though where are we in society it's not that it's because twitter is not the place to have an intelligent conversation or dialogue because most people on twitter just want to get their point of view off and seem that's like they get a w facebook it's like they, they all they want to do Instagram. is tell you how they're right you're wrong you're stupid you're canceled here's a here's a meme and, and then you're then blocked, you're blocked. Yeah. there's no there's no but that, that's what Facebook too. Facebook they well, actually tag they tag motherfuckers on Facebook. Facebook became like poisonous. Like Facebook I've been going there for maybe five minutes tops. Like, Facebook I Facebook I just put my like little, you know, little nice quote on there to inspire people and I dip. Cause the moment I scroll down, I just start rolling my eyes. I I be I'm on Facebook just for the shits and the cooking videos. And maybe to troll some of my friends. That's about it. Other than that, I stay off of Facebook. But yeah, like Twitter, I just it's just I just rather not. Shout out to shout out to my cousin Kelly and AKA Kelly uh from the Broke But Culture podcast. Oh, pro- her problematic statement. Yeah, she posted problematic statement. I still love Kanye. Well, we already know that. <laughs> She's not going to ever not like her. Wait, so I, people, people are like, and now people are attacking one another for if you listen to Kanye West music, like this is this is getting. I don't think we understand where we're going in society right now. We're getting to the point where you better be careful what piranha. you what you believe in. It's piranha, piranha tactics. It's it's like you better be careful for what you believe in. If you believe anything that's kind of different from somebody else now, you are canceled. You will not be supported. We will make sure that your family doesn't eat. <laughs> like it gets that serious. That, that's cool, right? And then I'm gonna just tell y'all to line it the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just take it there. Y'all just gonna have to line it the fuck up. Screw up. Yeah, it's 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 getting. It's getting to that point now where it's like you're like Kanye did let me down 
with a lot of the things he said and the way he's executing and on top of that the motive like, I feel like a like lot of his album marketing is, yeah his album is coming out this is all a part of the rollout yeah I don't feel it's genuine right but at the same I time do, I do feel like it's like <clears throat> I do feel when people say alright you don't speak all the time you don't speak all this time but you just happen to start speaking when you got all this stuff to promote and all this all he kind of speaks like this when he's not promoting shit though that's the only thing I do want to add into that like Kanye is he's notorious for saying these kind of things whenever you put a mic in his face just about I can't really name too many instances in Kanye's career where he was just a hundred percent not saying off the wall shit the difference is he's just saying shit that a lot of niggas disagree with but now. the thing about it, this time the stuff that he's the off the wall shit that he's saying he's now making direct songs about it well at the same yeah that's true but it's, it's, it's not like it's out of character for him like before he never made music about it but the sway interview a lot of the interviews were after his albums dropped he's he's good this is nothing new about kanye i feel like anytime his album drops you can say well yeah it's a marketing tool i'm like well when did he stop <laughs> i can't well, how can we just tweet all this and like February when nothing was going on. One thing on. I will say is that with him, this this has been probably the longest stretch where he went through the whole rehab thing and he was very quiet. But other than that, because everybody was saying, oh, look at him, he's fat, he's smiling, he's happy, he looks good. But other than those last few months, I really can't name too many long stretches of where Kanye was chilling. Yeah, I think I think whenever for a lot of artists, like we all know, Fifty Cent, he'll get into a couple of beefs before an album drops get and the all that good stuff. Yeah, but yay, I think he might go a little bit harder in the paint with the crazy shit that he says it does. But I really can't name too many instances where Kanye, even when he's saying shit that's that I agree with, it's always over the top or our that's his personality. It's really over the top. I agree with you on that. I just think like. He came out of nowhere and was like, my It album. was out of he nowhere, like, yeah. He started putting all these people's albums coming out and then immediately just went into this, like what we're having now. It's like, and then we're within four weeks of his album dropping. Yeah, I think he really went hard when his album was about to drop. But um, yeah, it because I hadn't really been, I don't always think about Kanye. <laughs> I just think he needs to be careful. I don't mind what he's, like if that's his opinion on where he based his, like, with the whole Trump shit, then whatever. That's on you, but I think you need to be careful because I don't want it to hinder your your music either. I don't want him right. losing steam or... Because I tweeted... Um, I'm, about to, I'm about to read that shit. I tweeted, Conspiracy for an album rollout isn't new for hip-hop, but it shouldn't be at the risk of your fan perception of you. If anything, it should be an, ex- it should be an extension of who you already portrayed yourself to be. That is unless your goal was self-destruction. And maybe we should be concerned and not outraged. Right. Oh, shit. I hate man with the profound speech. Because I really thought about it. I was like, yo, this is on some shit before Prince died, before Michael Jackson died. Like when they was trying to come out and say all this crazy shit. Talk about Sony and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because when everybody was outraged, I'm like, yo, but this this is dangerous. Like he could be... He might know something we don't. Like he maybe he's trying to get something out before something happens. Like before fucking he, Dave Chappelle said. He right. said he said what he said what Tupac said. You remember right. he said with Tupac? Yeah. He's yeah. like, yo, I don't I might have to be that third one yeah, where I might spark, spark the right idea. In. I might not be able to finish it. Right. So people start talking like this, they know something's about to happen sometimes. Pac knew. Bro. So Kanye 
Kanye might know. You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying, I'm not like foreshadowing like the death of Kanye yeah, West. I don't want to even put that into the universe, but I think we should be a little concerned about... Right. And that goes back into what I said before. If you were championing this man as needing mental help, I don't understand... What the difference is now. What the difference is now. Yeah. Like, why couldn't this be a side effect of his mental instability? The man just got out of rehab. And, the fir- and, the f- and, and this just shows you how fickle... A lot of people that are run by pop culture feel don't have their own opinions. The second somebody says something that's not subjective to your thinking, you want them ex- you want them dead. You don't care about what their well-being is. People straight up don't care about. They, they, they're talking about what did Snoop say about him? I saw a, a tweet saying that they got Crips ready to beat him the fuck up or whatever. That's some dads. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like this dude, y'all a champion of saying something's wrong with him. But the second that that wrongness sparks something you don't want to hear, you want to kill him. That's a horrible. That's the biggest hypocrisy I could think of, and it's it's actually pretty damn sad. Also, um, I do believe that even let's just say all mental health aside, all types of publicity stunts aside, Kanye West feels as though Donald Trump is the greatest thing to happen to this country. He supports him. He'll support him in the next election. All of that. I firmly believe that at some point it is okay to separate the artists from their beliefs. Like with the instance of Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby can be a horrible person. It does not mean that his show was not influential. It doesn't mean that his show was not a great show. A lot of these people that are on TV, like Reef said, have a lot of fucking issues. They're oh, not great people. A lot people. of people are trash people, but they make great art. Right. And it's okay to separate the art from the opinions, but the difference with Kanye is I kind of fucking don't like your art that much no more. No, I haven't liked your art since, what, Yeezus? Before Yeezus. The last time I liked your art was probably my uh, Dark, Twisted, Dark Twisted Fantasy. And I've heard people say, like, first of all, my ex was trying to tell me, like, Yeezus was all that. I'm like, Yeezus was trash. That's good if you think that, but for me personally, I just don't like it. You can say I'm, I'm being too archaic where I want the old school Kanye or I'm just being selfish. I don't want him to evolve. You can de-evolve. Just because you changed don't mean you changed for the better. I just don't like the music. I hear it and I could care less for it. Um, Pablo was... The standard that I got was it's better than Yeezus. Pablo which is a me horrible also. standard. <laughs> no, Pablo trashed me also. I think Pablo was good. I think that Pablo... I think, I think it's hard to live up to dropping a classic than dropping another classic. Then dropping another classic. Then dropping a debatable classic. Then dropping a classic. Classic it's aside, hard. I don't think they're good albums. Yeah, they're not like, good albums. I don't think they're like, okay, I just don't like anything about the albums. Oh, well, I, I, I can care less for the last two albums, period. Like, yeah. Michael Jackson, Invincible's not a classic, but I love Invincible. I don't, sometimes with Kanye, I just think he, if you would have dropped Jesus and then dropped Pablo and... People just allowed to have their opinions, and then that's it. He just keeps going, and he does his shows and his tours. I just didn't like how Kanye started saying his excuse for all of that was like, "Y'all don't understand the art. It's art because right. like, well, no, don't do that because right. And then anything you, well, you can't make us like, and don't don't you can't keep telling us it's art just because we don't like it. But like, if he says it's art, art is subjective, so I can think art is art trash. Is also, very subjective. It's, it's, it's like when J Cole fans say J Cole music. You just don't understand it. Yo, it's, it's, but it ain't like Cole's coming at her after that and be like, no, y'all don't get it. Because yo, it's like, oh, it's very, and that's the thing too that I think a lot of fans get back. Like, for like, you want the old kind that you can't grow up and understand that he grew Like, there's nothing wrong with me wanting what the fuck I want. Yo, if it's, sonic, no, if that sonically was what I liked, 
then yes, I would like there's, that. There's nothing wrong with you as a fan of something liking what you want. If I go to a bakery and say, yeah, we change all the icing, we don't make the cake that way. Oh, well, that's good. I wish you best in your endeavors, but I don't care to eat that shit. I don't like my taste is not for that. Like, I don't like political Black Lives Matters Eminem. I really fucking don't. I'm sure I'm saying that. Uh-huh. And I'm still so standing. I'm, I'm kind of like. Yeah, I'm like, it's nice that you spoke about Philando and all this other stuff after people started criticizing you for it. But I really don't care for you rapping about that shit. I really don't. But I feel what. But I, I kind of agree with what I said. It's hard to top. Cla- like classics in a row. Well, you're yeah. the top. You got a top. You can be consistent. You got a top. You put out quality music. Right. Like, it, you can release quality music. The shit that he dropped was garbage. But the thing is, the thing is, though, it's like we always say. Like I think we had a conversation with Ty too about like, and like Elijah said, you know, it's just about the music. Classics aside. But when an artist drops something, when a particular artist drops something, you expect a certain sound, right? You expect something from that artist. When when bar. Uzi drops, we don't expect to hear some Kanye shit. When when Gambino drops, we don't expect, or when you know, when Gambino drops, we don't expect to hear a certain certain you know sound. We expect to hear Gambino, right? So my thing is with Kanye is like I said, Kanye put himself there to the point where it's like, God damn, like everything you drop shifts the culture. So it's like. When he dropped The Life of Pablo, when I broke down The Life of Pablo, kind of like I break down, I feel about The Life of Pablo like I feel about The Massacre from 50 Cent. Like, there are a bunch of songs, good songs on there that I like. But as a cohesive album, it's just not that. It's so many songs. songs Like, because when I hear hear 30 Hours, I hear Kanye. I I hear Real Friends. I hear Kanye. Yes. He shows glimmers of that. Like even on even on Jesus, what is Blood on Leaves? Blood on Leaves. Right, that, I, that, I go to that, and I'm like, yo, this. That's the only song I go back to. That sound like Kanye. Yeah, best of luck to y'all. I don't go to that shit at all. Yeah, I like, like that. That's like a, that, song. that song ain't good enough for me to go back to that album. No, I want to jump I, into that space. First of all, it's like comparison though. I refuse to listen to Jesus. First of all, it's like messing with a chick in a really bad neighborhood. Like yo, the the girl ain't worth it. I'm not going. You already know what's up. a long time, but that was one of the. Nah, I give it. You're saying, I refuse to listen to the album. Yeah, Jesus is not that album. This last two, I'm just like, I could care less. I believe I pass them. Yeah, it ain't gotta be groundbreaking. Like I said, Michael Jackson put out Off the Wall. He actually had albums before that, but just for the sake of the argument, he had Off the Wall. He had Bad. He had Thriller. He had Dangerous. Thriller before Bad. Invincible was nothing like those albums. I will still play it on repeat. It was still good quality music. Yeah, the song with Carlos Santana on it. Just gotta make quality music. And of course, the rest of the public shitted on it because it sold two million, which is unfortunate. But me personally, I just thought that Invincible just had good enough music for me to go back to. Shit, Michael, the album Michael did. I think Charlemagne had a point in this interview where he said, You forgot who you are. You forgot that you're Kanye West. Because a lot of his music, like in that interview with, when he went crazy on TMZ, well, quote unquote, crazy on TMZ, and said, I got liposuction so I can look good for y'all at my wedding. It's like, well, I think you're thinking of your perception a little too much. You're Kanye West. Like, he made the, in Yeezus and Pablo, certain track from Pablo, it's not like he was chasing that the sound. sound. Well, that's he was getting all the new guys with him. That's to what me. he said. Remember, he said. Yeah, I remember. That's my point. So it's like, he yo, said, you don't. At you're, some you're, point, like, I wasn't the forefront. Like, yeah. Colin had that sound. But you're and, the wave. Well, you're that, what, but that's insecurity towards, towards yeah, him. Yeah, you, you can't lead with insecurity. I know it's so. hard to top classics, but 
You're Kanye West. Now I will say that having classics back to back to back. On the flip side, not from as a fan, I don't need a classic from that's need quality music, but as the artist that puts that burden on your brain that you always have to have a perfect You have to shift project. the culture. Like you always you gotta, gotta have that which which is crazy cause um even when Hove don't drop classics, I just think he drops good enough music yeah. for me to go back and buy the product again. Well Hove passes prime, but it doesn't ma- it doesn't matter because he's kind of well from what we see, he's secure. So when he drops four 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 Almost everybody's still tuned in, and you don't hear anything different. He's not trying to run. No. Well, he's not trying to shift. Like he's not trying to sound like anything. Well, Kanye he put out what he wanted to put out, and then that was it. But Kanye has that same, or or had. I hope it doesn't change. But he had that same power. Well, Kanye said at 33 minutes in on the on the Charlemagne interview, Kanye stated that he lost his confidence. So I think he said at some point he lost his confidence, and he realized that he never had empathy for people who lacked confidence because he lost his confidence. So when he lost his confidence, he started realizing like, yo, I got to chase that wave. And like you said, Kanye shifted the culture. If I'm somebody who's shifting, it's like, yo, I don't care what these young boys, these young boys look up to me. So everything I do, they going to follow me. I don't care what they doing, but guess what? You what you going to do? My bad. What you going to do is what you going to do and I'm going to shift the culture here. The culture is going to go where I want it to go. But Kanye started voicing his opinion on that because he had to keep telling himself that because he had to keep giving himself that um gratification. He kept giving himself that validation. He's like and he said that he used the word validation a lot. And he said that he was trying to validate himself and say, like, I am a god. I am the culture. I am this. He had to keep telling him because he wasn't so sure he was. And I, don't, and I, and, and I, and I hate that happened to him because it's like, you don't have to do that. You, you don't, don't have to tell us that. Just drop it. Just drop them. It's like... <sighs> Kanye got to the point where he lost himself and he started dropping. And like I said, the life of Pablo shows flashes of how great he is. Ultralight Beam comes on and I love it. You know, like when I break that CD down song by song, I'm like, eh, it's not. I quit the uh, album to be in Derrick Rose. Huh? I quit the album to be in Derrick Rose. You see, it's flashes, but it's not all the way there. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it's, it's like, it was just, you could tell that he lacked the confidence and he was forcing himself. So I think he has to really take a step back, fall in love with himself again, and go back to being Kanye. I think he... You know what I mean? To, and, oh, but and the, the, the ironic part about it is all you have to do is look at the game now to get all your confidence back. If it wasn't for Kanye, you wouldn't have people like Drake and Cole. And, no. He, he made it cool to be just a like regular person yeah. rapping, rapping about some regular shit. Kanye doesn't realize the floodgates that he opened for on all of the little Kanyes that he created. Yeah. Like... The entire package, the total package that Kanye was, people would say, oh, well, you know, Consequence wrote for him and, you know, Sahai and, excuse me, Sahai and all these other people that said that wrote for him, mostly Consequence, that wrote for Kanye. Kanye still was Kanye because if Consequence had something to do with it, Consequence would have been where Kanye is. So Kanye pretty much got himself there, created this, but then it's just so hard because now... He's going up against a machine, and he's speaking his mind again. And I don't think he has some... Like I said, I think that he's still the same dude. He's still dealing with these fake 
people in Hollywood and dealing with all, and that's why he's going crazy, quote unquote crazy. Is um, that's why he's you know he's being more vocal about all of this stuff. It's no different than when Dave Chappelle was vocal. It's right. no different when all of these other guys were vocal. It's more so about Kanye being going against the grain this time, but against his original fan base. His original fan base, which unfortunately, jerked by politics, don't believe in Kanye. Because Kanye said, but then Kanye took it a step further and then alienated everybody. Because I'm like, damn, I can't protect you on that. Yeah, I think he had a <laughs> you big hand in there, too. You tossed the, the, the MAGA hat on, and then you, you know, he's talking about slavery as a choice. You know, it's that is... To, that's why I said we need to be concerned. Because, honestly, some of these things that keep happening one after the other, it's starting to seem like you're just swinging for the fences now. Like, all right, I gotta, I'm going to get some audience. If it ain't the audience who came up with me, then I'm gonna get this mega audience. Or I'm gonna get right. this, and it's starting to scare me. Like, yo, are you just grasping now? Like, whoever's just gonna grasping at straws now, and it's not yeah. a good look. Because you're gonna start. The more you do that, the more transparent you're gonna begin to look. People are like, all right, you're just you're doing anything now. Right. So I don't know. I'm I'm praying for the brother. I think that the reactions people shouldn't people shouldn't. Especially in May, people shouldn't, you know, tweet about and post about mental aware, mental health awareness and then totally cancel Kanye. Um, if you are so pro-black and if you are so pro-humanity, you would pray for this brother because he clearly is troubled. He didn't go to the hospital as a flute. He didn't go to the hospital to play a game. Like, if you think people in Hollywood aren't going through things because they have money... Then you clearly need to reevaluate your assessment um, of life, in my opinion. Like, you know, like I said, I'll go back to that quote. And he said, he said, rap don't never set you up for, and that's why he always, when he, even go back to that Sway interview, when he was talking about the whole, I am the Medici family, I am the house, Sway, like that whole thing, you could tell Kanye was going through it. You could tell that man was going through it and he was going through all of these different things. He was talking about a bunch of shit. We like, what are you talking about? He knew what he was talking about. This ain't just some I just I'm gonna go up here and fuck with Sway. Right. He was going through it. When you started talking about his t-shirts and his brand, he said that they weren't even giving him royalties on a Nike sneaker. Right. He was talking about the the racism and the in the the he's he talked about how Nike betrayed him. The theme of his entire interview was betrayal. He talked about everyone betraying him and using him. He said he used to sketch the the, the swooshes in, in, in his notebook, and he believed in Nike, but he said he had to go with what could feed his family. So it's like Kanye has a, a consistent theme of betrayal, and we need to stop talking about this man like he's just crazy. This man has been betrayed left and right. Y'all keep saying that Jay-Z's the fucking man. Jay-Z probably turned his back on this man a couple times. Jay-Z has a track record of this shit. Now, I'm not saying that Jay-Z's some snake, but what I'm saying is that Kanye might not all be, be all crazy the way that we trying to project him to be. And we was all cool with that rhetoric when Dave Chappelle said it. But now it's like Kanye is trying to tell us, like, yo, the president of the United States betrayed me. You know what I'm saying? After when he came to me and entrusted in me before he told everybody that he was running. 
before he went to that Iowa caucus and said, I'm announcing my presidency, he told Kanye and Donda. His mom died. Everybody betrayed, betrayed him. He lost his girlfriend he was with for the longest. Kanye got some issues. And for people to talk about him like he not saying nothing that makes sense, that goes to show that those are people I don't want to have a conversation with because they don't listen to shit. They just follow what everybody else is saying. That's my that's my take on it. I just want niggas they had the same energy for R. Kelly that they got for Kanye West. Facts. Oh. Like, <laughs> and I'm dead serious because I've really heard people defend R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Niggas defend R. Kelly? Tooth, yes. Tooth and nail How saying. How old are they? They older. They older. They older people. <laughs> that shit was great. But, um, it started getting weird. My bad, Elijah. It started getting weird because as we talked, I just kept looking at Kanye like I'm talking to him. It's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, My yo. Bad. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I seen niggas attempting to defend R. Kelly. He's a, he's a known pedophile. No, so. Man, then, that's going to be a bit on that. I, I'll touch on that later. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. Pause. Yeah, <laughs> I just realized what I said. But yeah, I'll touch on that later. Cause, uh, Bill Cosby too. I guess I don't know. That whole are shit we, was. Are we it. canceling Bill? We niggas have canceled Bill. Cosby. Niggas, niggas think, really canceled niggas, Bill Cosby. Well, well, some niggas have. I've seen a lot no, of niggas defending Bill Cosby. I gotta say, a lot of niggas have not canceled Bill Cosby. Niggas are yeah. defending Bill Cosby. Yeah, canceled Bill Cosby. Yeah. But, but Temple University got canceled them checks. So. I'm supposed to cancel them checks, but whatever. Cause uh, yeah, um, and I and I get the whole thing of. Well, why is Harvey Weinstein and this person, that person? Like, you know, y'all can still hunt them down without defending Bill yeah, Cosby. Yeah, you can you can leave that piece of shit behind and go other, go after other people. But it's of not shit. even the, so a lot. So a lot of the time when stuff like that happens, it's not so much the person in question that I really focus on. It's the reactions, and a lot of dudes are saying the stupidest shit out of their mouths. And I just wanted to chime in on it, and I understand where it's coming from, but it's bullshit. It's like. Are you seriously going to tell me that these chicks waited years to speak up on it? And I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. I totally could believe that as a person that was raised with a lot of women that went through sexual abuse. Absolutely. They don't speak up for years out of fear of the backlash or the the, the uh, reception they're going to get when they do speak up. And a lot of the time, it's a family member or somebody that they feel that they're they're, they're too scared to speak up against. You have to find the family don't believe them. They anyway. don't believe them. Yeah. They say, they're, they're I think I did a whole fucking song about bitch, you lying. Oh, uh, yeah. join off uh, 12 hours later. 12 hours later, yeah. The thing, but, about, the thing about it, a lot of times, a person, families will dismiss a person coming out as gay before they dismiss somebody who sexually assaulted uh, a woman or child. Oh, they'll dismiss their sons, but won't chastise Uncle I'll, Ray Ray. I won't say what they'll do first, but I think that either one you admit to your family can be grounds for excommunication, which is crazy. Um, if you assault, sexually assaulted somebody, that's great rounds for uh, for excommunication. You just coming out saying this is my orientation. I've been struggling a while to say this. People look at disowned for that shit, which is crazy to me. Like you said, you got rapists in the family that's still able yeah, to come to Thanksgiving. Still at, yeah, that's still at fucking the table and shit. Still come to, to Thanksgiving. Still allowed to still sit be, at the table, but the person they raped. You want to get it? Still out to sit at the table with the person they fucking rape. And the reason why motherfuckers like women don't want to come out is because when they do come out, they get that reaction. Right. Like, so yeah, thirty years later, and get, look at the reaction that she right, got. Right. Right. So and I and, and it's like and me and Haas brought this up. I forget what episode it was, but we did say it's a really touchy subject because it's one of them things where somebody's life is getting fucked up once you come out with that. Yeah. And it's like I don't know if this is true. 
But if you are, and shit, there are, and there have been many cases that we can all attest to personally that we've seen where the dude didn't do nothing. But wrong place, wrong time. It's going to be you today. And they get embarrassed over the decisions they made, so they hollerate. And now you got to do, even if he gets found innocent, his life is fucked well, up. In the, in the eyes of the world, he's a rapist. Even right. if he's found innocent, he didn't. He did nothing wrong. Man, with Bill Cosby, I don't know if he's innocent at all. They might have found the right verdict for him. I don't. I think a lot of that shit was exaggerated, but I don't know which cases were warrant. Um, I think that Bill probably did some fucked up shit in his day, and people are saying, "Where is this coming from? It's all out of nowhere." I'm like, "No, it's not." I recall being a little kid in middle school, and he had news articles over him sexually harassing women. That's not a new thing that Bill Cosby's uh, been accused of. But the fact that, like I said, somebody like R. Kelly <laughs> is still walking around free as hell and can probably sell a concert out if he wanted to. Now they canceling shit now. Yeah, he been, he yeah, actually... They've they, they, they been trying to mute, uh, what, the mute R. Kelly? Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 he, but he's, even before all of that, he was doing concerts and they were just like... They were like dwindling. Like yeah. people were. His, his his shit was on Groupon. Yeah, the fact shit, that he made it out of two thousand two is ridiculous to me. I mean, he he peed on girls and had and married Aaliyah and no I mean, and nobody and, said and had thing. sex with Aaliyah and nobody gave a fuck. But this was before the movement got amplified. Exactly. But yeah. and R. Kelly, his back then people were like, no, nah, his song's too good. Fuck that. Yeah, exactly. AJ ain't nothing but a number. And that, yeah, he, you know, he, he that shit to the, to the two. That goes into what I've said time and time again. If you have a product that is good enough, people will just not care about what you are doing. Bruh. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> they, they do not like gay people. Bruh, I don't care about what Chick-fil-A care about in terms of marriage, I my don't. nigga. I like, I'm with you on that. I don't. Chick-fil-A is too fucking good, yo. Bruh, it's too good, yo. Chick-fil-A. And I've talked to people that are like real, real rebellious. They're like, Yo. I can't stop eating that shit, dog. Listen, no, I've talked to gay, gay people. And was like, yo, they I think they're like, I, I said, care. yo, we look at I their really track record. They, they've openly said, hey, we don't fuck with gay marriage, none of that shit. They've also said, we straight up support Trump. They're closed on Sundays, which is the biggest atrocity. They've had their <laughs> black employees during the height of the Black Lives Matters movement where we back the blue, blue Lives Matters t-shirts. Listen. Y'all gotta stop, man, because y'all making it hard for me. <laughs> I am a lifelong wrestling fan. The amount of times I should have stopped watching Watch wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, don't talk to me about Trump if you watch wrestling, bro. Please don't. But the Seriously. thing is, I keep the same energy, and I will, I will admit I'm a hypocrite when it comes to that. Yeah. Uh, Anybody who watches wrestling and says to boycott anything, they need to shut the fuck up. Seriously, mm-hmm. because I see so many people online. That I know that a wrestling fan. These are just went to Saudi Arabia and say boycott oh, Uber. They yeah. say boycott, Yingling. you know, boycott Uber while they take their no, lift to go see the Royal Rumble. Trash. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they be like, oh yeah, boycott boycott Uber because Uber's racist. Boycott Chick Fil A because Chick Fil A is homophobic. But then they'll flip around, hop in their lift, and be like, I'm taking a lift to go to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> like, and Vince McMahon, WWE, I believe, is a third top. Is in the top three contributors to the Donald Trump campaign, yeah. and Linda McMahon is a member of Donald Trump's cabinet. So, Vince McMahon has always been a great friend of Donald Trump, and Donald Trump has been a great friend of the WWE, and they continue to support him. And they, first of all, wrestling been racist, but that's a whole nother. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a episode. whole nother episode that we gonna do. You know what I mean on an off or one off or something. They've been racist. They just they just stopped being sexist to a point. So to a point. To but, a point. But you know. 
but yeah, because they're still I, doing fat shaming. Yeah, oh, they still doing a whole bunch of shit. Shorty definitely was on Raw talking about uh, talking about how uh, Nia Jax had two turkey legs in her head. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think we need a little bit of no offense. You know, I think oh, I just, I, about to go down our dark side. No, 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 no. I just feel like I feel like we are moving to an area where we can't yeah, even make we, jokes we, no you more. You gotta have some. You gotta have some control. You gotta be offended because everything's all hunky and dory. You're gonna be soft. Yeah. And, w- and then when the robot apocalypse happens, it's a wrap. Yeah, the robot apocalypse. Listen, anyway, the only but... thing that's gonna bring us all together is when the aliens come in and, and we gonna lose like shit because they got here. If you got here, you got here. You got here. You won. You won. I'm like, you got some shit. You got some shit that we cannot handle. I'm telling you, Thanos is gonna get here, and it's gonna be a rat for everybody with the snap (laughs) of a finger. No, no, won't, because I'm here, and I'm gonna fuck that. I swear on life itself, if Ant Man single handedly beats Thanos the fuck up, he got the wasps upstairs. All right, so I got a, I got a question for y'all. It better be like the other one. No. Would you rather... Would you rather shit your pants... <laughs> would you rather shit your pants once a year in public? <laughs> or would you rather shit your pants every single day in private? Once a year in public? Wait, what? Wait, what? Once a year while you're in public? Yeah. Wait, what's the question again? Would you rather shit your pants once a year while you're in public, or would you rather shit your pants in private every single day? Oh, in public. In public. You kind of stress it is to shit your pants yeah, every yeah. day? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in private or not. If I'm in private or not, because even if I'm like not home at work, I'm like, yeah, all day you're like, at some point, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like you just know it's coming. But Wait, bro, no, that's no, true. that's in public. That's in public. In private, it's at your home. You're not going to do it no, while you're in public. It doesn't matter. But every day? Like, I have to shit my pants every day. I you know, know I'm going in the morning, and I know I'm going to shit myself. But house. Just, then you get used to it. Your house going to smell like ass crack. No, yo, because you prepared. You know, like, yo, I'm going to shit my pants at some point when I'm by myself. No, but no, no. Or, 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 or you're going to end up, like, let's say you're at your goddamn wedding, and you shit your pants. Whatever, oh, well, bro, I'm not doing that, yo. I'm going to just say I got, I just got irritable bowel syndrome. I'm yo, sorry. It's like, it's like it's seven. Every, it is every day for a year, not every day for the rest of your life. It's every day. No, I'm gonna for say that. No. Yo, laundry. You know how bad laundry's gonna be? Yo, it's like at yo, seven p.m. every day. Adrian, like, so did it happen yet? Because I want to go to bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but he you doesn't even do it in front. You don't do it in front of your lady. You don't. You do it. In the privacy so basically of he's just yourself. sitting down here all the time. So you, and you're in your cave. You're <laughs> as soon as you know he comes through that door, something horrible will happen. But it's just been every day my day got to like end like that. They all go see me like, all right, I just go in there like. Everything I got away from myself and shit on myself. Like, she ain't got it. Honey, is that you? Yeah, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to shower today, ever. So I got to wait to the end of every night to so, shower because I got to wait for myself to shit on myself. So I'm the only person that would go. It's a lot of work to yourself every day, yo. Yeah, that's a lot of. I don't even or like I would say, or I would say Not once a year, once a week. In public, once a week in public, or ever for a year, or one every day for a year, you shit in private. Then I would do every day for a year in private. If 
it's versus every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But once yeah. a year, that, that changes once, the game a little bit. It does. Once a year is nothing. Yeah. Because once a year, I get it. You're like, yeah, I'm nah, gonna just, I'm gonna just eat that. That once a year, it could be a pivotal moment. But, but once a year is a good. I, I always gotta weigh out all the options. I don't want to answer. Once a year is a good argument because we're all in the spectrum of that one time a year can follow us for life. That could change it. That could change. Can you imagine? Rapper Ehas shits himself at Trocadero. <laughs> First of all, why why is he getting national news for? I don't know. He like the Trocadero. <laughs> because B.O.B. was at the Trocadero. I was with B.O.B. at the Trocadero. Exactly. But what if he did? That shit would have made the news. Literally, that shit would have made the news. But, but, but yo, that might make you a better person. Think how old point with everything you would be because you know you got to shit yourself in front of someone. I'll be one of set of three. I'll be so great at everything, bro. Yo, I'll be so extensive. Think about how good you like. It would be to the point where I'm so good that in a job interview you still hired me and I shit myself in the job. Nigga, every time I get booked for a role. I'm gonna no, be like, more you gotta be at that point. Yo, you but you're gonna be shit. Literally. Oh, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you would impeccably shit on yourself. I would impeccably do it. You would be at on the set of Creed, and then the moment or that movie that you did with Samuel L. Jackson, yes, I'm plugging that bullshit. Motherfucker. But, <laughs> like, you're on a movie, and M. Night Shyamalan just goes cut because he sees you shit in your draws. And then he goes, well, look, we got to take you out of the movie. And then you never get another role again. Can you imagine the reaction? You're not getting blackballed in Hollywood because you shit your pants? Yo, you imagine the reaction like, yo, but that smell. Motherfucker, shit in himself. Like, you see that shit in the background? Or, you know that that's going to happen at some point. So you're such an, you become such an impeccable actor that when you shit yourself and they yell cut, they're like, Oscar they're fashion. like, we're... We're we're gonna keep Please. it. We're gonna keep that tip. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we're, 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 we're gonna put that in the movie. I want I want I want to ask a stripper that question. Oh, oh no. no, she's gonna go in private. She's yeah. gonna pri- which is disgusting. Also, yeah. but but would you rather her shit that's while her she's on a pole? That's a, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine she on a pole and she just leaves that's a chocolate trail? Slides down. Chocolate or trail. Or you in a champagne room? She give me a lap dance. Yo. That might be somebody way. You just think you're like, oh, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> you said that's somebody way. That's somebody way. One of them middle aged Indian is. men that come in there. Uh, one of them fucking. Are you talking about niggas that's in a scat? No, I am. One of them fucking Persians. Freak ass Indian bulls that be in a. That be in a. That be in a. In the club that shall not be named. They be, yo, they be in there putting their fingers in people's mouth and shit. Like, yo, stop being weird, man. Aziz <laughs> <laughs> Asari. Stop being weird, man. Aziz Asari, yo. Aziz Asari, yo. Yo, I'm not talking crazy, yo, for no reason, yo. They be putting their fingers in women's mouth. And they, unsolicited fingers. Right, let me find out Kanye put the battery in your bag. You pay for that girl's food and she acting like that. Nah, nah, I'm above that meal. That is funny because... That is funny because the last time I was there, some uh, some dude, some Indian dude, did come up to me. He's like, "Oh, how did you get her attention?" I was like, "I, I, I just sat here." He's like, "But she came up to you." I was like, I, "I, I literally was just sipping a drink and she just walked up to me and we had conversation." He was like, "Oh my God, you have to tell me your secrets." I was like, "I, I just That's did. <laughs> There's no secret. I just sat here and was normal on my phone and she just walked up to me." Them niggas be so trash, huh? Maybe passing out them dollars, though. That's what yeah. they got. But they, uh, keep your fingers out of women's mouths, man. That's not a, unless you, that's unless not you a good get, look. Unless you get consent for it. Yeah. Yeah, unless you get consent. 
But um, or even Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Um, this has been a very insightful conversation. <laughs> what Does anybody mean? have anything else they would like to add before oh! we before we wrap? Why up? the fuck is Kanye coming out with a duo album with Kid Cudi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some that's bullshit. It, that's, it, that's, that's, it. that's his man's. That's some bullshit. Yeah, we... so Ant-Man is, is, is ecstatic about this Kanye I'm Kid Cudi album. Uh, yeah, I already know how I feel about Kid Cudi. Well, I said it should be good, and I'm be mad after it. He mad that he listening to it. Everybody gonna listen to Kanye's music, man. They gonna stop playing no, on me. No, some people, I, people, some people are not. I they gonna don't listen believe to the secrets. anybody. I, can name, I don't believe I anybody. I can name one person. Who? I don't believe them. <laughs> Whoever they are, I don't believe them. I don't believe anybody. Because if you listen to it via Instagram, if you listen to any clips of it, you lied. So just say that you're going to listen to it, but you won't support it. Can, can I ask a straight up question? And I'm not asking. I don't really have a strong opinion on it. I'm just curious. But. No. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it might go that way. But like. Is there really something that you think that these Kardashian women do to these niggas? Because if it is, I'm like, what is that? Huh? Oh, because I'm like, yo, I don't from, think the pussy fired. So. I don't think the pussy fired. I don't think. First of all, I've seen the pussy in action. It's not fire. Um, we've <laughs> all seen not, the pussy in action, but you not felt it, huh? No, you saw the pussy Kim. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I mean, that was like how many years ago? She might improve. Yeah, that's true. Also, I and she got that. a new butt now. Yeah, that's that's a that's a, that's a minus for me. The, the, I hate that. Shit. And the sex was kind of like let's do because she. Really they could also be in part for the nigga. Niggas might like fucking beetles, but what? I don't know. She's shaped like a beetle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. She yeah. is shaped like a beetle. She is. So, but I look at the track record. I'm like, I can't name Maybe it's the aura, like the thing. But the thing, yeah. I can't name. Too many instances of them calling the cops on the men or them trying to sabotage them or take all of their oh, money. Oh, they down. Yo, they be paying a fucking I mortgage mean, as a rent. But he kind of did that to himself, though. Yeah, and she still, like, she dropped what the fuck she was doing to go. Like, and I, I'm, I'm not trying to defend the Kardashian I woman, mean, but... I mean, if you look at it, Reggie Bush won the Super Bowl. Yo, I'm looking like, yo... <laughs> I don't. I'm not supporting them because I don't... James I'm not a fan of any of the Kardashians, but oh, at the same did. time, I feel Harry. like... They get that rut for ruining men, but I can't find one person that can pinpoint what they did to ruin a man. It's probably just the aura or they're sucking piss. Because cause you can't it's ignore... That, the, it's that machine, probably. I, yeah, it might be, because you can't ignore the fact that all the men around them go batshit crazy. Well, you, machine, well, look at Rob. It's that machine. I feel like it, it probably like emasculates like a bunch of weak-willed men. They get caught up in the limelight. <laughs> I, Maybe I, I, I have nothing to prove this. I'll let you know once I'm in it. <laughs> Which one are you going for? Uh, Chloe. Probably Chloe. Yeah, I can see you dating Chloe. Yeah. I mean, she probably tired niggas. Because Courtney, Courtney's low key racist. Well, you know, that's the one. That's the one I want. Wait, who is? Courtney. Which one's Courtney? The, the one that don't oldest fuck one. <laughs> oh, yeah, the only one that don't fuck niggas. Oh, well, Scott Disney done ran her through the mud, so it was lit. Yeah. So I'll let y'all know once I, you know. I have no, but Kardashians do nothing for him, so like, whatever. Yeah. This is all a joke. Unless I really get it, then it's not a joke. <laughs> so, serious, not serious? Yeah. So, what? I love black women. So, what? Uh, <laughs> oh. Was that what I was supposed to say? Wait. Are we, no, I mean, you could. Be, if you got, I, I was asking a genuine question. Like, what? can anybody. 
what pinpoint why what Kardashian women have done to drive their men crazy? Because I can't find it's the fact that they're that they they put the fact that they're obsessed with their Fame. men. Like I think that they That's have this one. thing about them where they make a man feel like oh I'm the alpha male. And they love everything about them. They cherish. They honestly fantasize about the black penis. They're what many of those type of women are. And they just flock to those successful men. And then they treat them like they're kings until they can get a part of the kingdom. And then they build their own with it. (laughs) Like, they built the formula and all of them just fall in line. You know what I mean? Like, that's just my opinion. I would, uh, if I had to pick, I would knock down Chloe. I like Chloe. Chloe is the most improved Chloe, out of all of them. Yeah, just I would knock down Chloe. Oh, yeah, I would knock down Chloe out of all of them. Yeah. I'm taking Courtney. Chloe's my second. Courtney's tough too, but I just don't care for him. Quite, never mind. What, what were you about to say? I'm going to attack Clyde's Wait, don't they got another one that just be like Milan just call it a day? Uh, yeah. Um, the one that's named Blake Griffin. Yeah. Um, no, she's still Kendall. Dating, she's still dating. Oh, Kendall. Yeah, she. Kendall don't oh, count because Kendall. Dude, that Kendall the one that did the Pepsi shit. Yeah, right? that's the only thing she's. Yeah. Kendall is like that. She did the yeah. Pepsi and they. They, <laughs> they the all. They all. They had a the shit with like the Tupac. They had Tupac's name. On yeah, the Kendall yeah. and Kylie, I think. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think Chloe's the one that hasn't done much of anything. Nah, she just get ran through by tall niggas in the NBA. Yeah, Chloe, <laughs> Chloe ain't did nothing but fantasize about black men. That's what, that's what Chloe. First did. of all, she did the sloppiest NBA niggas, yo. How yeah. how how you date a nigga that won the championship that ended up on crack that almost have a heart attack at a brothel, <laughs> and then another nigga that's on a team in the playoffs and getting caught out here like a simp with a nightclub with his, video with, with his head and titties. Yo, that nigga with James Harden, who was just who just didn't give a fuck about you. Who's the man? Because that nigga's with Ashanti. Yo, fuck everything y'all talking about. Lamar Odom, OD, had a heart attack and a broth. That's a perfect way to end this podcast. Y'all can keep on talking all y'all want. Y'all not. Topping that shit. That's, that's the way to go. That, up. That's the that's the perfect. But way he to didn't end go off though. He did. He did. And then he lived. His life sucks. <laughs> he man. hold up. He he od. He had a heart attack in a brothel. Got found hours later, and is still walking around telling the tale of what's if, if he writes a biography and that chapter is not called "The Bull Who Lives," <laughs> <laughs> or or just come and go. Yeah, that like, nigga, he could have came and went at the same time, and he did. He, he did for a little bit. Yo, he did, he's like the he Walking did, he, Dead. Yo, facts. He's facts. like the Black <laughs> Voldemort. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like that's Uncle a perfect Benjamin. way to end this. Podcast. He's Uncle Benji. He's Uncle Benji. <sighs> so yeah, guys, that was the glorious bastards. Anybody got some things coming up? If it's me having a heart attack in a brothel house, fuck yeah, but unfortunately it's not. <laughs> so I'm done. Yo. Go, <laughs> yo. Well, I don't know how to segue into this supporting our Patreon account. Yeah, but. Patreon. Patreon. Support the Patreon. Support the Instagram. Subscribe. All of that good stuff. We're wrapping up the season one. Um, it's been pretty freaking awesome. We got a couple more episodes for y'all. But uh, we thank you. Oh, wait. I got something. What? Uh, what you got? 
three weeks, I will be in Las Vegas for an entire week. Give out dates. Uh, I'll be there from the 17th to the 22nd of May. Uh, 21st of May. 17th to the 21st of May. May. I will be there. Um, I'll be there for the uh, EDC festival. I'm also uh, doing a couple of uh, parties there. I'll give you the details once those get uh, finalized. Cool. So, uh, yeah, just uh, follow me on Instagram at Reject Reef or uh, Twitter at Reject Reef or Snapchat at DJ Reject Reef for the details. And, uh, yeah, if you're there, um, come holler at me. If not, come watch me uh, be great. Sounds good. Sounds good, player. Uh, yeah, so that was our episode of The Glorious Bastards. Shout out to Ant-Man for joining us as usual and for allowing us to rock here every week and provide the very disrespectful and ridiculous content that we continue to provide you all with. Uh, I guess that's it for Elijah Davis, Rejack Reef, Chase Brad, Ant-Man, I'm Ehas, and thank you for joining us. We will see you next week. Much love. God bless. Fuck boss.